you're down, don't wear a frown. These two girls gonna turn it around. They got a few stories that I guess you're all laughing. Cause they understand that shit lap happens. Hey everyone, this is Julia. And this is Sam. And this is Shiplap Happens. Welcome back. We are going to do this week by week. We got this. Mm-hmm. Except We're doing next it. weekend. I'll be in yeah. Georgia. <gasps> That's true. Damn, I just realized I can do it on the beach. You'll just like <gasps> That's so hear. fun. Okay. You'll okay. hear the water. Great. You're just going to hear the it. water and the seagulls. And I'm just going to be like that. laying out and getting recording. a tan. <gasps> I'm totally <laughs> going to do that now. That's fantastic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, um, today we are going to be talking about our love languages and our Enneagram types and how they correlate to our marriage and friendships and just kind of like working with um, different people in our lives. But first, we obviously have to talk about the shiplap moment of the week. Sam, do you have one? If not, I I... think I have one. I was going to say, I don't think I have anything... That good. I might think of something while you're telling me yours, but so go ahead. Well, I just filled in Sam on our life, but I feel like um, this whole home closing and home buying and selling. Yes, guys, we are still buying and selling a home <laughs> after June, July, after the, the break. Oh, it's, <laughs> yes. al- it's almost three months now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this whole home closing has been a shiplap happened shiplap moment that's true that's um, the whole thing encompassed just and yeah. god bless the seller of our new home like the amount of crap that we <laughs> have put him through and it's not even our fault like god bless him i was literally telling brandon today i was like babe we need to get this man the one of the most nicest gifts because honestly his house to be realistic could have already been sold and he could have been done with all of this by now like right. easily by the middle of august so mm-hmm. to fill everyone in, first time we were supposed to move July 30th, buyer's loan fell through a week before we were supposed to close. Brand and I put our home back on the market, got it sold in <laughs> eight days. Everything was hunky-dory. Very they wanted, thank you, thank you. <laughs> they wanted to, and the impressive part was half of our home was all packed up in a pod and we were living on our floor out of suitcases. Right. Right. So the fact that someone wanted our home when it wasn't even decorated, so yeah. it was a lot. Um, <laughs> and you got like asking price or a but or like uh, we got above asking. Price. Yeah, that was really so, great. So second buyer, everything's great above asking price. No credit towards closing. They want to close August fourteenth. Brandon and I are like, yes, praise Jesus. Let's do this. Lending company says, LOL, on August 14th. It's going to be, like, (laughs) August 27th or, I don't even know, 29th. We're like, okay, whatever. So then, you know, like, the week before, we're supposed to close again. Then they're like, um, it needs to be pushed back until September 2nd because it's just kind of going a little longer, like, the loan process. We're like, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. So then just a couple days ago, I got word that our second buyer's loan did not go through. So then now we are just like, are you kidding me? Our mouths are dropping. God is in control, though. I sobbed. I wept. Brandon (sighs) was at work until super late that night. I was home alone with AJ. I'm calling my parents just like 
sobbing. My parents are like, you just need to calm down. Everything will work out. So now Brandon and I are closing on September 11th because by the grace of God, the seller of our current home in McHenry um, is graciously saying like, you know what? It's not these people's fault that everything keeps falling on them. Like, sure, I'll give them until September 11th because my parents are amazing and helping Brandon and I out. Um, And then the current buyer of our home uh, is working with a new lending company and the lenders are like, yeah, uh, we can get this done two to three weeks. And I was like, great. I want to move in before I sell this place because I mean, I don't want to lose our dream home. So that is our whole shiplap <laughs> moment of buying and selling a home. And I looked at Brandon and I said, I am never doing this again ever. Right. In my life. That's what I texted you. I was like, you ain't ever in my life. This is such nope, a process. Nope, nope. This is literally the home that I am raising all my children in. Yeah. And I am putting their little, you know, tallness marks on oh, the wall yes. next to the other guy's children's because I am never doing this again. Right. Like, right. Nope. Nope. So that's, um, as you were talking, I feel like I could have done like an emoji story with all the things you're saying. It'd be like happy face, crying face. Oh my gosh. Laughing face. With like like a thumbs down. Right. right. (laughs) Like literally. literally. It would take a lot of emojis, but but don't worry listeners, not all buying and selling home processes like this because (laughs) my lender and realtor both told me, Julia, I've never seen this happen twice. And I was like, lucky you, you get to work with someone that it does. I feel so unique. Thank you. So happy that this has happened twice and no, I'm not stressed (laughs) at all. Oh my god. So yeah, that was um, my shiplet moment. So next time we record, maybe I'll be like a little less stress you're just hoping yeah i am you'll be, on the, beach, so be on the beach just less stressed. and tanning and yeah i'll have new furniture in my house hopefully oh that's nice coming saturday yes fancy do you have a shiplap moment sam i don't one did you like trip at work or anything oh to, oh okay yes how about this yes Heck yeah obviously i tripped at work um no um well, at our store, we are constantly moving furniture and doing different visual displays, especially this time of year because of fall and holidays. And yes, yeah, we're already yes. moving into those things in the retail world. Um, but we have this beautiful new bed, but it has like a platform kind of around it. And it's towards the front of the store. And as we were setting it up, one of the managers was like, oh, someone's totally going to trip on that. And our visual lead was like, it's fine, like whatever no big deal. I'm like, okay. Um, and then so, you tripped. Well, so I, I was standing behind that area close to where our registers are the other day. And I, all of a sudden I hear this visual person like scream out like in curses. I'm like, my daughter, what happened? She's like, I hit the platform bed. Like, all right. And it's like shin level. Like it's just like mm. perfect. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. And she was like in so much pain. And then the other day I was finishing up with a customer and she was carrying something kind of large. I'm like, okay, let me walk you towards the door, blah, blah, blah. I'm being so nice. And I'm walking around the register and then I ran directly into it. So I have a gash, like a pretty good sized gash on my leg, on my right leg. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was going to like rip my pants. because It was like the corner of this platform with its wood and nice and solid. Yeah. Um, so that's fun, but... <laughs> Ow, wow. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. But also, definitely those note, moments. 
I keep like looking at all fall decor and I am trying so hard not to buy anything because <laughs> I don't want to bring more crap into the pod That's and true. then into the home. But oh my gosh, it's so it's hard. It's tough. Yeah. It is so hard. And then Starbucks came out with their pumpkin cream cold brew, which is my absolute favorite. Like I love this more than their holiday drinks. Like whatever I don't even care about Christmas but just give me pumpkin cream cold brew all year around and Starbucks would have all my money but since they yeah. only have it for a limited time that's the only time I ever spend money at Starbucks there you is go this your treat and yeah. Sam I'm so sorry you can't have coffee because this is the most <laughs> amazing beautiful invention they have ever done and mm. I'm not a big Starbucks fan like I really am not I'm all about like my local yeah. coffee shops because they taste a thousand times better. But whatever totally. Starbucks does to this drink, interesting, it's, it's heaven in a cup with a mix of fall. Yeah, and I was gonna say I won't do coffee, but I've been doing some like the chai lattes a little bit. I think they do a pumpkin chai. They do do a pumpkin. Chai, yeah, so that might not I mean, be as good, but hopefully I don't know. Give me I that. don't like chai lattes, so I can't help you out there. Right. They're too spicy. To give it a try. Oh, I, I get that. They do have that yeah. spice to them. I don't yes. I don't like spicy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, first, we're just going to talk about our love language, um, mm-hmm. love languages, plural. Got so it. if none of you guys um, know what the love languages are, there's five love languages. And um, it's there's like a book that Brandon and I did like when we were first married as yeah. well. Um, and it's like a quiz and everything. But the five la- love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time and acts of service. So then it ranges you like, what's your highest? What's your lowest? Mm-hmm. So my first one is words of affirmation. So that means I like hearing the words like I love you and you're important to me and hearing reasons um, behind the love sends my spirits very high. So love like hmm. or words of affirmation is my first one. And then quality yeah, what's your time. Second? Oh, okay. Quality time. Um, I love just like being like with the people and then acts of service, obviously, because that mixes in with my Enneagram. Um, acts of service. Um, so I'm always like, let me do this for you, let me help you. Then it's receiving gifts. Um, I'm not a big receiving gift person. Like, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love gifts. And, like, I think sure. it's really nice. But, like, I rather have, like, a handwritten card on, like, yes. the reasons why someone is thankful for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then my last one is physical touch, which is so funny because that's Brandon's number one. <laughs> and that is my last one. I am not a big, big physical touch person at all. Like, Brandon and I like I it sounds so bad like but just like I mean at home like obviously like I'll cuddle next to him like sure if I want to but I'm just I'm not like a big physical touch person like if someone's like oh I love you and they like give me a hug I'm just like thanks like I don't know I just get like really awkward <laughs> thanks so <I> just, thanks <laughs> like um and everything, so warm <laughs> I am I am but words of affirmation definitely like I just I love handwritten notes so like when student mm-hmm. impact used to do like yes. all those notes at the end of camp like I still have all of them and sometimes read them because I just like words are just so powerful to me and I rather just have like the words and spending time than being mm-hmm. touched or like 
getting gifts. I love giving gifts. Oh my gosh, do I love giving gifts and I can't keep a secret, like getting gifts. (laughs) And then I feel awkward. Like if someone gets me a gift and I'm like, I didn't get you anything. Then like, I feel like the worst human. And I'm like, great. And then I feel like I owe it to them that I have to get them something. So it's just, you know, (laughs) not one of my top ones. What are your top love languages? Oh, we're very similar. Of course. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, I definitely put words of affirmation on top by itself. Like it for sure is the top. I love handwritten notes. I also have kept all of those words from our high schoolers. Um, Same when I was teaching, if a mom or parent ever sent something, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this means so much to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So words of affirmation for sure. And that's something that like Alex is good at, but... I tend mm, to say, not. yeah, I mean, he's okay. It depends on <laughs> just the day or something. Sometimes it's a nice text. And other times I'm like, oh, it's been a few days and I don't really know. Like, okay. But um, we've actually come up with like a phrase. I think I've said something like the tank is empty or something before. I'm like, can you, mm. can you fill it up a little? Like it just feels that seems kind of, it seems a little needy, I guess sometimes in the moment, but truly that's just how I feel loved sometimes. So. Um, and then second for me is probably acts of service. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one. Um, so yeah, like if you help fold my laundry or do some dishes or something like that, I'm like, oh, love you forever. Right. Um, and then quality time is probably pretty even up there as well. I would say I'm still like that same way with you. Like I would just love to be able to like spend time with my people. Like that right. means a lot. Um, and then I think I put physical touch next I'm good with that like <laughs> more than <laughs> right like to cuddle up to people yeah, I mean, like, hugs and, like really yeah. like cuddly and sweet like even like when you guys like have come over to our house like you sit on like our little love seat and you're like mm-hmm. all cuddly and me and Brandon are like you could fit a 10-foot <laughs> pole in between us like I'm, just, I'm trying to be better because it's his number one but right I just I don't know I just yeah I yeah, <laughs> for sure. I was going to say, I think, and as I said, I put gifts probably at, towards the bottom in the end. Like, I'm like, you like, yeah, gifts are wonderful. I love receiving them. But yeah, sometimes it's way more like, is there a card that says nice words? The gift is great, but right. I'd rather have that. But yeah, physical touch, I think, is a little bit higher for Alex, too. Like, he just really likes to hold hands and be close, mm-hmm. um, which also brings me to think that it's the opposite then when like we're in an argument he like does not want to be close Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's kind of interesting sometimes that I'm like oh so you want that but then you know when we're yeah not in a great mood it's like the first thing that kind of goes in our Mm -hmm. marriage at least we're like oh okay yeah we're not feeling so close (laughs) (laughs) when Brandon and I were first married I went out to like the Christian bookstore and I got the book like the five love languages and then then like, you read through them, and then in the back, you take the quiz and everything. But, like, I truly think it's definitely, like, helped our marriage, realizing, like, what our top one, like, top love languages are um, and mm-hmm. everything. Like, so Brandon, he's still trying to learn, like, the words of affirmation, like, for me to hear. Like, it's nice that you say, like, oh, I love you or, mm-hmm. oh, you look pretty today. But I like to hear the reason, like, why. So, like, sure. whenever he's, like, saying, like, oh, like, you look pretty today. I'm, like, why? And then he takes it as, oh, she doesn't think she's pretty. And then he's, like, 
well, because you just do. And I was like, no, like, I, I just like, you have to like be more expressive with your words. So he's like learning. Um, but like for physical touch, since I know it's his number one, I'll just do like, you know, some sweet things like in public with him. Like if I grab his hand in public, that is like, He's like, oh, my gosh, she's holding my hand, which (laughs) is, like, a big deal for me because I just don't, like, really physical touch, especially PDA and everything. So I think just, like, reading the book and learning um, all of those different things, like, Brandon did, like, when we first started dating as well, I just told him how much, like, words and letters and quality time means to me. I still have all of his, so the first year that we were dating for Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day, every single day leading up to Valentine's Day, he wrote me a letter. So for two weeks, he wrote me a letter on the reasons why he loves me. I still have all those letters. And then same with like the proposal and everything, how I went on a scavenger hunt and all Mm -hmm. the notes were inside of the pumpkin. I still have all those notes and like handwritten notes so he definitely like aced it on that but I just think it's definitely just like helped our relationship just learn okay if like we are in an argument or if we're feeling off like what can we do to help each other out so Mm -hmm. I highly recommend this book if you're dating engaged married even if you're single and you just like want to know more about yourself and what you love and then you can tell like your future spouse or future person that you're dating like hey I really am more of the quality time person or hey I really like if you surprise me with flowers or Starbucks like Mm -hmm. and everything so I definitely recommend the book I think it's somewhere in our house I don't know I think we have a copy somewhere too it's uh Gary Chapman I believe thank you thank you yes good Um, job it's like a purple bottom looking book of it like right yeah I loved learning it because I also think you from what I understand you tend to give the love that you like to receive so it's always good to know like well Alice doesn't necessarily need words of affirmation Mm -hmm. as much as everyone needs those from time to time it's definitely not his top so I'm like oh that's and I find that that's what I do hopefully with my friends and coworkers and things that that's how I show my love to other people as well um But I also think it's funny that knowing enough about myself, like, I have a hard time then with criticism because it's, like, the opposite of that. It's Mm -hmm. like, wait, no, now you're telling me something that's not positive and not encouraging. So I feel like I get triggered when it's the opposite kind of thing. That's so true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that is so true. Yeah, I do not, like, well, it's not like I don't like criticism. Obviously, criticism right. is just hits good. Our, it hits, yeah. That's our Enneagram number, too, though. Oh. That's, like, where we feel valued Lord. and everything. We'll get into that. But that's totally, yeah, part of our Enneagram number as well. It really yeah. is. Like, the love languages definitely do correlate to Enneag- like Enneagram, like, words of affirmation and we're the helpers and servers mm-hmm. and quality time. Like, that makes total sense and then Brandon being a nine like the peacemaker he just like is very observant and peaceful and just kind of watches so like the fact that he just like wants someone to like just hold his hand or give him a hug like that just shows like his like love and vice versa like him because he doesn't use a lot of words Brandon is a man of very few words (laughs) so the fact that like like him to like touch my hand or whatever like that makes total sense mm-hmm. um and For then sure. same with like families and everything too like I think I could tell 
between like my sisters and my parents like what their love languages are but like Mm. even like going home and visiting with them like my mom is definitely her top one is acts of service like Mm. she's bending over backwards just doing everything for everyone else even though she's exhausted and I watched um, her clean deep clean your house man she was on fire oh my gosh I wonder I was so impressed she said she'll do that again for our new house and I was like praise Jesus thank you because yay for moms (laughs) I have no energy and then with AJ too like and I told her I was like mom like you're kind of getting old no offense like I will help and like clean she's like no I got this you just be with AJ I'm like don't you want to see AJ she's like I will but we're gonna clean and get this done I'm like all right whatever so (laughs) yeah and then um so those are the love languages I don't know if anyone has any questions about it I'm sure Sam and I could lend you the books I mean Mm -hmm. mine has handwriting in it though because I kind of like took notes on the side and I took the quiz at the end um, but I'm pretty sure I did loan it to a couple people and they said that it's, um, helped like just understand like their spouses and or dating partners. But then in regards to the Enneagram, bump bum, bum, Sam and I are the exact same. Go figure. <laughs> we are. So the Enneagram is another like test and I heard about it from working at Willow um, because mm-hmm. that was like one of their like requirements was hey take this test and I was like oh Great. I didn't it's realize like, that okay yeah it is they're like huge over there about that mm-hmm. um, so then they just it's kind of like another like Myers-Briggs like you know you're like ISFJ right. or personality um, kind yeah, of yeah the personality test um, and everything so there are nine types of this personality on the Enneagram and it is so amazingly descriptive and when you Mm -hmm. read your type you feel like someone is spying on you through your walls like I remember the first time I read it and I was like oh my gosh like who like the book um the road back to you Mm -hmm. is all about the Enneagram and I literally when I read my chapter I literally thought that the lady had, like, a video camera in, in my room. And I was like, how does she know? Like, it was <laughs> so spot on. Um, so there's nine types. And the one is – so the first one is called the reformer, which is, like, the perfectionist. Um, and then number two, which Sam and I are, is hmm. the helper. Go figure. Number three is the achiever. Number four is the individualist. Number five is the investigator. Number six is the loyalist. Number seven is enthusiast. Number eight is the challenger. And number nine is the peacemaker. So mm-hmm. Sam and I are both helpers. We are both Enneagram too. But then it breaks off into wing types. So your wing type is always either going to be the one below you or above you, if that yes. makes sense. What is Brandon? Um, so nine. Brandon is a nine wing one. Okay. So he goes back to one. Okay. He that goes makes back sense. to one. That sounds yep. great. Yep. That so then if you're him. a one, you'll either be wing two or nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the helper is also kind of like the servant's heart. Um, and Sam and I are obviously both that. It's also kind of like um, hospitality and just like giving and putting other people's needs before yourself um I'll have Sam talk a little bit about like 
her learning and her journey with um, learning about like her Enneagram type, because once I found out my Enneagram Mm -hmm. type, I dug deeper and dug into things like, oh, this is not, this is an unhealthy behavior about this type. I need to do X, Y, and Z to become healthy. So I mean, and then the more like that you get, believe me, Sam and I are not Enneagram experts, side note. So do not Very like, true. think we are. I mean, I know like a decent amount because it goes into your wing types and then it goes also into when you're healthy and unhealthy and when you're mm-hmm. stressed and like what you turn to. So twos, when we're under stress, turn into eights but unhealthy eights, which are the challengers, which means like Mm -hmm. we, our words can cut like knives. So like an unhealthy eight is very like mean and vicious. And so when I'm unhealthy or stressed, like I can say some nasty things (laughs) and Lord doesn't like it, but I'm learning about it. And I'm like, okay, like, I can't, you know, this is unhealthy. Like I can't be going to this. So Yeah. Sam, when did you hear about the Enneagram? Yeah, it was several years ago, too. It was from a couple other girls that I led at Willow Creek in their high school ministry Mm -hmm. with. Um, They were big on it. They had, like, a whole textbook, basically, of all the different types and everything. And um, they were like, oh, you're a two. And I'm like, oh, okay. And um, it's interesting because I feel like what I've heard, too, is that a lot of women think they're twos, a lot of Christian women think they're twos because it's very much that hospitality, helper, right. servant mentality. But um, I truly think I am from reading um, mm-hmm. the unhealthy side as Oof. well, because the tests will tell you, you know, should be accurate. But I think just even reading it is more accurate sometimes to decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm caring and I'm helpful. Sure. That sounds right. And then you go into, like you said, the, the bad behaviors and things and twos can be prone to, I mean, I'm not prone to addiction, but just to kind of like, um, they're talking about like using different outlets as, um, how do I describe it? To like numb things, and numb things yeah. like that. And I'm um, like, okay, interesting. And then, like you said, that kind of divisive side of the negative eight and everything, too, that I'm like, oh, no, I do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Or um, because they want to feel valued so much. And when they don't, like when Alex and I argue, I feel like we turn into a little bit of manipulating type of things, too, I've read before. Because Alex is a seven, right? He is. Yeah, so um, he has the eight wing doesn't he yes so we can i was gonna say if we're both (laughs) in an unhealthy place it can be dangerous yes (laughs) a little confrontational maybe (laughs) um but yeah it's it's yeah I, i was gonna say i've identified as a two for a long time and then um you and i talked recently about wings it was kind of funny um yeah because i would have thought maybe i landed in more of a three with the achiever but then you kind of read more about the one and I'm like, hmm. But I've also heard on a podcast recently that an Enneagram expert was talking and she thought that like the first half of your life, you fall into one wing and then the second yep. half you're on the other. And I'm like, mm-hmm. interesting. So you really do feel like the full spectrum of right. your number at different seasons of right. life too. Yeah. And your wings are typically like you're, 
like I have a one wing and a three wing. Like you have these wings, but just one is a little more strong than the other. So when I first took the Enneagram test, at first everyone told me like, oh, Julia, you're such a two, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, meh. But when I took the test, because you're answering questions about yourself, I actually landed as a one, as a perfectionist. So, but like Mm -hmm. at my season of life, working at Willow, like it was my one wing that was coming out way more because yes, I was a people pleaser. Yes, I was helping. Yes, I would drop everything, but like I would do it so perfect because I thought, you know, working at a church, if I didn't do everything perfect that no one were, or like the people wouldn't know to come, like come to know Christ and that I'm the reason why, like I just had like this bad, like perfectionist side of me. So when I like dug more into like my Enneagram type and everything, I'm like, okay, I am a two. So like back when I was working, so like my first real job at Willow, my one wing came out a lot more back then. But now that like I'm older, more calm, listening and reading more about Mm -hmm. um, my Enneagram type and understanding to say no to people, since that is very hard for both Sam and I to say no to people because obviously we're people pleasers and we're (laughs) servant heart and saying no is awful. So just like Reading all that, I come to find out that I definitely have the three wing is a lot stronger right now in my mm-hmm. life. The achiever, um, which is like, you know, um, motivation, like driven and adaptive and excelling um, at everything. So I'm not so much a perfectionist that kind of kind I mean, I am a little bit, but kind of got thrown out of the window after being a mom as well, I feel like. Um And now I definitely just am that achiever wing is hardcore coming out of me, like starting this podcast. Like once I have an idea Mm -hmm. set in my hand, like head, I break it down so fast and I'm like, all right, (laughs) I am doing this more so of the lines of, okay, it needs to be perfect before I even do it because I had no idea what I was doing with this podcast. So I was like, all right, here we go. Like, and everything. So I just love learning about like the wings and everything. And then Sam, you said that uh, Alex is a seven, which is the enthusiast. Oh my gosh. One of my best friends is an enthusiast and I, God, I love her. I freaking love her. She's on our podcast. Yes. Yes. They're the go after all the fun things. (laughs) Yes. They really are. They're spontaneous and just like loves everyone so like I feel so bad and they're kind of more extroverted is Alex a little more extroverted than like I'd you like when it comes so. to like parties and everything probably like, as I people. said the only reason he wouldn't be is because he's like uh small talk uh people I don't know right like, <laughs> right but when it comes to just like jumping in and and getting to know people I think he definitely likes to talk and do that I feel like we're both introverted extroverts in a way like we definitely like our time that's at home kind of doing our own thing but he he's an extrovert I mean he loves to go after and do if his friends call him on a weekend he's like yeah I'm coming over that sounds great you know yeah um so he's definitely in that sense with people he loves he's like all about the fun so when you found out Alex was an enthusiast how did it like change your guys's like marriage not like it changed your marriage obviously but like did you just like Mm -hmm. learn more like kind of about him like okay like these are the reasons why he does what he does. Yeah, for sure. Um, reading about a seven, they 
like to avoid hard things because they love fun so much. They don't like to sit in hard feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that just on a personal level for him, when things are hard, he's kind of like, okay, well, it's hard, but I'm going to have to get past it and move on or something. And I'm like, well, maybe you just really need to sit in it or pray with God or, you know, just kind of be upset for a little bit. That's okay. And, um, but then you can read on the Enneagram Institute online, Mm -hmm. like how the numbers interact. And that was kind of eye opening when we were first married. Um, I feel like we, did that like a few months in we're like oh we can actually do this together and figure out yeah how we are two numbers interact um and it's interesting because the twos are so interested in like when we're at our best twos and sevens do really great together yes yeah because I want to help and I want to be encouraging and he's like let's do fun things I'm like that sounds great and <laughs> Yeah, just like today, Uh, how you guys just randomly went to open houses. That was spontaneous and fun and cute. Exactly. Um, But on the flip side, then, it's that when I feel someone pulling away, like when something is hard and he wants to sort of just, you know, fade away and not deal with it. And then I feel like I'm not being valued. And so I pull even harder. And so um, that's where we kind of run into some issues. But then it's good to know that. It's definitely been helpful to say, like, okay, you need a little bit of space and I have to remember that that space doesn't mean that you don't love me Mm -hmm. kind of thing too. Um, So I think that's what reading up on our types has been helpful for that to like, and it it doesn't always work in the moment in an argument, but most sometimes I can remember and go, okay, I get it. You're just upset. You just need a little space and you'll come back and it'll be okay. Kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely, like, loved reading more. Like, I was the one that kind of got Brandon started in the Enneagram. And I already knew, like, he was a nine, a peacemaker, which mm-hmm. um, he just wants to, like, it says, like, he wants to create harmony in their environments and avoid conflict and tension, which mm-hmm. is so him. So, like, yes. both him and I are kind of similar in the fact that, like, we are people pleasers and we want to do everything and help each other out. But, Mm -hmm. um, I at least know like my boundaries and like, I can like, I mean, no one likes conflict or tension obviously, but at least I can go into it and say like, here are the reasons why there is conflict and that we need to resolve it. But like when Brandon and I were first married, we had lots of arguments about, you know, him just being the peacemaker and not standing up for things that he believes in or like Mm -hmm. our marriage and stuff like that. And then just coming to find out like why it is the way he is. So like during stress, he becomes a six, which is a loyalist, Mm -hmm. which like loyalists are great and everything, but it's an unhealthy loyalist. So like when peacemakers turn into an unhealthy loyalist, they like, it just that just I mean, the words itself, a peacemaker and an unhealthy, loyal person like he's just trying so hard to make peace between everyone that he's just going to stay loyal, but then not stick up for himself. But it's funny because when nines grow, they turn into a three and that's my wing. Okay. So when Brandon and I like when Brandon is growing and I am like thinking and, you know, like doing so like with our side business and side hustle for Mm -hmm. a like reason um brandon and i when we get our minds together we can really do something amazing and since he's a one wing 
Um, it's called, so if he's a nine with a one wing, it's called the dreamer BRB. That's literally, I was like, yes. So he's like the dreaming (laughs) and growing and achieving and everything. So like when we're both like at our healthiest, like we really do work well together. But since Brandon is such like a peacemaker and wants everyone happy and just kind of, he's just go with the flow and everything. It definitely has it's ups and downs, but, like, I've just, like, learned to accept it. Like, so, like, when we are arguing, he just likes to sit there and stare at me when words are coming out of my mouth. And I was like, <laughs> do you hear the words coming out of my mouth? And so, for the longest time, oh I thought he was just, like, ignoring me because he just wouldn't say anything back. And then, come to find out, he's like, babe, I need to process everything before I say words. Which is so amazing because, again, the two is how we're unhealthy and become eights. We just word vomit before we even think what we say. And then Brandon's (laughs) over here just trying to process everything. And then he's trying to think, okay, what can I say that's not going to hurt her, but I also want to be felt and heard. So I just, like, love that, like, I can read about his type and I'm like, oh, Oh, okay, yeah, so I just need to be a little more relaxed with him and not so down his throat all the time. So I just, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. And then obviously, like, in our families, too, and everything, just, like, the dynamic. Because God bless, I love my sisters, but I have an eight sister, which is the challenger. And then I have a six hey. sister, which <laughs> is the loyalist. And I okay. love them both, like, so dearly. Um, Lizzie is an eight. So ever since she was little, like you could say, Oh, the sky's blue. And she'll be like, no, it's not like she will literally convince you and kind of like have that like little argument a little bit like that she is right about X, Y, and Z. She will say like, Oh no, like I am wrong. So sorry. But she definitely like when she's passionate about something, she will not drop it. She does not conform to anyone. She beats the, her own drum, the beat to the, the march, the beat, to the, the beat of drum. her own drum. Yeah. You yes. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which has been definitely now that I know that later on, like in my years, I'm like, Oh, so this is why she is the way she is. Like, this is just mm-hmm. her. And then my sister, Jenna, just like the sweetest, like sweetheart ever is just the loyalist. Like she's, she truly is loyal to everyone. Um, but her anxiety mm-hmm. is always kind of like through the roof because she does want everyone kind of like a little bit of the two, like a people pleaser. She does want everyone to like her, but she just wants everyone to like truly be her friend and truly like enjoy her company and truly um, be her and seeing like, oh, I am going to be one of your best friends till the end of time. But like her anxiety does get like the best of her. So I've just been kind of like reading more about the loyalists and how to help out Jenna and her anxiety and trying to, you know, not have the anxiety factor come into that because she truly is like one of the sweetest souls and greatest friends, but it's, it comes with a price, like literally like the loyalist, um, it says that they're engaging, responsible and anxious. Like it's literally in their title. So God bless her, love her, but I just love reading about how I can, like, work with my sisters because we're sisters. We get in arguments, sometimes, like, 
one of us always ends up in the middle. And so lately it's been kind of me, which is very weird because growing up I was never in the middle and trying to like make peace. But lately I feel like if we have gotten into some arguments, I've been in the middle. So now that I know about the Enneagram type, Mm. I'm like, okay, with Jenna, I have to say things very nicely and delicately because she is very sensitive and I don't want her anxiety rising. With Lizzie, I have to be very careful what I'm going to say or else she might. type you can go to the enneagram institute.com or just mm-hmm. google literally enneagram types and it's the first right, one but pop up this one is like the most helpful most um i think so too and say um that you know like you have to read like all the types and everything i don't know sam sam yes i'm here i I think we were always recording. It just cut out a little bit. Oh. No worries. Well, when I listen back to this, we'll just see what cuts out. But pretty much I was saying, just go to the Enneagram Institute, take your test. And when you get typed as a specific type, read it first because you can be mis- mistyped, mm-hmm. which I obviously was. Um, read them and truly like figure out for yourself like what you are. And when you start yeah. reading about the negatives about you, if they don't hurt you, then you're not that type. Like when I read the negatives about the two, I was like, who, who, like, right. Right. So yeah. Yeah. It kind of like stuck or stung almost. I was like, Hey, okay. Um, yes. The road back to you, that book that I was suggesting when it was reading about like the twos and like the negatives and like how, you know, just, and everything, I literally was like, okay, I'm about to stop reading this book because this is very offensive to me. Like, I took it so personal. Oh, no. <laughs> so personal. <laughs> Which is also our personality to oh, do that, gosh, too. Yes. And then I was like, so. okay, I need to suck this up and read it because it's so true. It's so funny. But, yeah, when Brandon would read about me, he would, like, start chuckling in the chapter. And I'm like, what? And he's oh. like, nothing. This is just so you. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was gonna say it's all about motivation too, because I think sometimes people are like, "Well, I don't, I don't do that." And I'm like, "Well, it's more about like what you're motivated by, not necessarily always just the action." Right. It's like what's really underneath, like why you do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard like analogies before, a couple different ones of like everyone, every type in the same room is like might be doing the same thing, but it's for a different reason. Um, mm. and I've heard one of like, like if you're stuck in an elevator with like all nine types and the elevator like stops, like everyone's reaction reaction is to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so upset. It's terrible and it's scary. But like, we're all reacting for different reasons. So like as a two, I'm like, I'm reacting because I want to make sure everyone's okay. Yes. Everyone's and safe like, and everyone's going to get the out six before is, me. Like, freaking out. Yeah. The nine's <laughs> like, what a disruption. Like, right. you know, just the one so, is like probably yeah. thinking about like the perfect 
plan to get out and the three's like all right here's the plan let's do this like and yeah right and the seven's like it's okay guys we got this it's gonna be great like they're like the self-motivated cheerleaders yeah so we might all have like the same reaction at first but then like ultimately it's because we're thinking different things but um you mentioned the road back to you and then alex and i started we're very early we're like a chapter into a book called becoming us and it's by beth mccord who she's like the she's called the enneagram coach or your enneagram coach on instagram i think and she'll post like different series about the numbers but her and her husband have done enneagram stuff for years so they wrote this book and it's a lot of that like motivation and marriage and so like when alex reacts a certain way i can assume i know exactly why he's thinking and doing what he's doing but she's like don't do that because like you don't know exactly what Mm -hmm. they're going through until you learn their number and everything Um, interesting maybe i'll have to read that book yeah we'll pass it along it might have our notes in it now oh i don't (laughs) care because like honestly like the enneagram book like the road back to you is honestly like the most recent book that i've read because i again you know me i don't like reading books but this fascinates me so much and like at first, mm-hmm. when I was telling my, like, mom about this, she's like, oh, my gosh, Julia, you're ridiculous. But then, like, the more I was talking to her about it, she was like, oh, but it's just so funny, like, when all of us, like, get home because me and my sisters are kind of big on it. My mom's like, oh, you and this Enneagram stuff again. But I'm like, mom, it seriously is so helpful because then, yes. like, in the chapter two, it talks about what you were as a child as your type. Oh, okay, oh, great. Oh my gosh, my childhood flashed before my eyes. I was like, Lord, mm. like, yes, that is yeah. so me. So, it's have just, you started? To, I mean, it's probably too early, but it'll what, be AJ to start typing AJ. Oh, yeah. I already started typing him. They say by like five, you I can know. identify I it. Know. So, I personally, got time, yeah. I think because he is just so silly and optimistic right now and outgoing, I truly think he might be a seven right now. Yeah, fun. I think he might like, cause he just like loves to make people laugh. Like when people laugh right. at him, he like turns around and he's like, Oh, you're <laughs> laughing at me. Let me do this again. And he'll like laugh mm-hmm. at himself. So I think he definitely oh is. Yeah. I, I can see that. I he's think fun he's loving an enthusiast. And- Right now, yeah. we'll see, like, when he gets older, um, we'll see, like, when different... Him and Alex will get along great. Oh, then. my gosh, yes. And we'll see, like, <laughs> when him, like, when he gets older and different just, like, seasons of life. But right now, I think he might be a seven. Um, but, yeah, like, my friend Michaela, the single podcast, when we recorded that, she's a seven. And, oh, my gosh, they're just, they're the best. Like, I feel like sevens are, like, one of my favorite people to, like, hang out with because they just make you feel so good about yourself and they're Mm -hmm. just like so like upbeat and just like I don't know optimistic and just like not so worrisome about what's going on in the world but instead they're like oh my gosh do you want to hear about like like my friend Michaela she's like oh my gosh do you want to hear about like my weekend and what I did and I'm like yes Michaela because she just makes it (laughs) seem so extravagant and it really I mean it can be like, no offense, Michaela, if you're listening to this, I love your stories. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes I'm like, all right, it wasn't that cool. But just like the way that they talk about it's, it. It sounds so it great. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So you just nod your head and you're like, yes, you're so right. That's so funny. <laughs> but I feel like because Alex is a seven and because it's all about the fun, he'll go off to work maybe on a certain day and I'm home and he'll be like, 
just relax. Don't do any housework. Just take it easy. And I'm like, well, that's very nice. I appreciate you want me to have a nice day and not stress. But also there's stuff to get done. Right. Right. But he's very much like attempts to kind of help me be like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do it all. And I'm like, okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So listeners, um, if you are listening to this, I highly recommend taking your Enneagram test if you don't know what you are. And if you have taken it before and you're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm this, like dig more into it because for sure it helps out with friendships and arguments Mm -hmm. and marriage and literally even like coworkers, like as I'm sitting sure. at work, I'm like, oh my gosh, you are such an eight too. Like <laughs> I, and so just like figuring out everyone, um, I just highly recommend it. I just feel like it's great. Um, and yeah. then that in the love languages, love languages is kind of more so like dating, marriage, engagement. Again, if you are single, you interact. Like, yeah, yeah. kind of like how you just like interact um, and everything. But Enneagram is literally just every single person in this world. And um yeah, and if you have questions, like Sam and I can help you out. Sure. We obviously have books and recommendations that we can help with, but that's just like a little like snippet about the Enneagram. I'm sure. Yeah, like, there's so much. There's so there. much, and I mean, there's even Enneagram podcasts. Like, exactly. There's just, multiple. There's yes. multiple, and like we're just literally doing one episode. Like, we can't even go into detail like about it. There's Instagram pages, Facebook pages, podcasts, books, you name it. It's all out there. Make sure it's a credible source though, because I have run into some podcasts that I'm like, what are you talking about? And I would just like change it. I was like, you're no, no. But, um, yeah, I think this is like a good, like starting point. I feel like Sam and I might do like round two of Enneagram, but now that like we're talking, more about it and then later on like in podcasts if you ever hear us be like oh my gosh it's such like the two in us or something then you'll be Mm -hmm. like oh now I know what they mean (laughs) yeah because I feel like in a previous (laughs) podcast we probably have we've mentioned it for sure and people are probably like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh but um that's what all like that I have um for today because I feel like I could just like keep talking about the Enneagram but I don't want to talk everyone's ear off um true go check it out figure it out we'll we'll revisit the subject yeah exactly um but sam do you have any prayer requests for this uh week gosh um uh so i'm doing my first in-home appointment tomorrow by myself like so that's exciting and just we're gonna be open an hour longer which doesn't mean a big difference but i We'll probably have some longer days, mm. just feeling like some longer days this week. Yeah. Um, but so just stamina. Yeah. <laughs> to keep keep going. Yeah. At work and stuff. What about For you? Sure. Um, so AJ has his first flight this Friday. That's right. When we fly to Georgia. Um, I'm just a little nervous about it. Like one, I just don't like flying in general, even though I flew to Zambia, Africa, and that was a 22 hour plane ride. Um, I just, and this one is only a two hour, like we're literally going from Illinois to Savannah, Georgia. Like it's not that right. long, but it's just flying with a kid. You just don't know. Exactly right. I don't either. know. Flying during COVID. Um, like, right. Flying right. into Different. a hot state of COVID um, and everything. So mm. I'm just like a little like more stressed about it. For um, sure. So like I have like little toys and knickknacks for AJ to play with like on the plane and then like 
Oh my gosh, my dad like Max told or yeah. My dad's like, we'll make sure that like when you're ascending and descending, AJ's like sucking on something. Yeah, you know because his ears need to pop because if they don't pop, then your eardrums can blow up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So right. like, then I have that thought, and he'll just head. be uncomfortable. I'm oh sure he gosh. won't. He won't like it. Right. right. So. Right. Um, yeah, that's just kind of our anxiety. Also, we're flying yeah. out of Midway instead of O'Hare. And we're just keep- a different, yeah. And we're keeping like our car parked there. And like, okay, no offense, but I feel like Midway, since it's like more legit downtown Chicago, just isn't nice, especially like with everything going on too. So, like, I'm just like worried about like leaving our car in the parking garage because then my boss ended up telling me, oh, yeah, like. My window got smashed in, and they took stuff out oh. of my car. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, wait! I can't wait!" So, um, yeah, I'm just praying oh for the flight as well as it's going to be a long weekend for the wedding. Um, since all of us, yeah. including AJ, are in the wedding, so I just pray again. Yeah, same as you, stamina. For sure. For the whole. Do you weekend. want me to pray for us? Yeah, for you pray since I prayed out last time. Sure, absolutely. Okay. Um, Heavenly Father, we just pray for this week for both Julia and I. I just pray that um, I continue to do well at my job and keep learning and growing and um, that my first like in-home design appointment tomorrow goes smoothly. I make it there on time and everything goes well and the customer is happy. Um, so yeah, just keep me um, strong and keep my stamina up as I have long days uh, talking to customers and doing all this work that things go smoothly. Um, and we just lift up Julia and Brandon and this trip they're going on that they, um, can be as prepared as they can be for AJ, his first, uh, flight that you watch over that and it goes smoothly and, um, everything with traveling and COVID and they're safe and healthy and everything goes really well just with the wedding. Um, that staying with family and everything, there's no stress there. They just have a really fun time getting to hang out with each other and enjoy uh, watching Connor get married. And um, just everything with the house buying God, we just pray that you continue to watch over it and provide the the avenues and the routes that you've opened up since things have fallen through, that you continue to just make this home buying process eventually find its end um, and get them into their new home um, as quickly as we can. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That was so nice. Sure. Um, yeah, and then tune in next week because then you can hear my voice on an ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally I'm going to try so hard to just do even like if it's just like a snippet of like the podcast. Like I just want like the ocean in the background. Even yeah, I, mean, I love that. Who knows if it will even happen? But it's just I'm do just forty try. minutes of ocean sound, and everyone can just listen to that. <laughs> they don't. They don't need us. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. This will be like in the background, be like, "Is this good? Is this sound oh nice? Okay, great." Or like the first Done. two minutes can be like the ocean and the seagulls, and then like you know, like the relaxation kind of music, and then you just like hear a voice and be like. Hello. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All Love right. It. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And um thank you for all of your um you know suggestions as well too and everything. So yeah, we can't wait to talk to you next week. And if you have any yep. questions or concerns i don't know why you would have concerns about yeah. us i feel well, like we're open know. books. Way. Yeah. um but yeah if you really like want to be a 
you know, if you have something passionate that you want to talk about or that you're like learning right now, we'd love to have you on the podcast. I love learning new things. For sure. I mean, it depends too. Like it has to be, you know, (laughs) reasonable, but yeah, if you're like learning something new and you like really are passionate about it and you want a platform to talk on, here it is. So yeah. Well, thanks again. And Sam, thank you for praying out. And I hope I can see you sometime soon. That'd be good. In person. I would love that. Yeah. Well, thanks listeners. And we will see you next week. Bye.